Give me some levels. It's a little low. It's a little low. Is there a little volume button on that thing? All right. All right. Go. Here we go. How do we do it? It's been a while. Yeah. How do yeah we do I, I don't even remember how to how we go about recording an episode of the podcast. Of which podcast? <laughs> well, of Modern Dadhood, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, an ongoing conversation about the joys, challenges, and general insanity of being a dad in this moment. My name's Adam Flaherty. I'm a dad of two daughters who are nine and a half and six and a half. Mm-hmm. And they are just like blowing my mind on the regular. And you, sir? Me? <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm still <clears throat> choking on that last sip of Oktoberfest. Uh, my name's Mark Checkett, and uh, I'm a dad, and I have uh, twin borf. Tw- well, hold on. You're twin borfs. <laughs> I have twin borfs. I have, they're boys, and they're five and a half years old. There we go, I got it. Five and a half. The other other day, my son, one of them came in to the room after um, a day at camp, and he referred to me as bro, (laughs) and put his hand out, and he said, he said, yo, dap me up, bro. I don't even know what that means. I was, I was floored. Is that a thing? Dap me up? D-A-P? Yeah. Forgive me if anybody, any listeners, if I'm saying it wrong, I believe it's dap. Okay. As opposed uh. to dab, which is something else. It's one of these. It's like, you know, I had to do a, I had to do a hand motion, but it's like you it's slap, like, you, you, you kind of clasp and then you like a nice, you know, I, sometimes you can bring it all the way in, do the hand on the back too. If so you it's want. it's essentially just saying, give me a high five, but then sort of lock it in and and maybe do an extra gesture. Yeah. I believe it's cooler than saying, give me a high five. Okay. I, I don't know. That's what my five-year-old son said to me after camp one day. Well, I learned something today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so we should get into the formalities and just say, uh, first of all, I feel like we owe our listeners, those who, who listen somewhat regularly, like maybe an apology. You think we should say that we're sorry for having neglected? We ghosted them. We ghosted. For a few life, weeks. life got in the way, and you and I didn't even have the courtesy to put up an Instagram graphic. No, but you did ask me to make one twice. Uh, and I think both times I said, Yeah, that's a great idea. Let me do that. Anyway. It was inexcusable that we uh, disappeared the way we did. We've got some cool topics. We've got some cool guests coming up. And look, I'm, I don't know about you, Mark, but I'm recommitting to this. You know, I wasn't going to until you just <laughs> said that you, you were, were all done. You were totally out. Damn, no, man. I, I didn't know. <clears throat> In all seriousness, I have been missing the show big time because we say it a lot, but I think it bears repeating because it's true. This is super cathartic for us. You know, so much has been going on, lots of ups and downs. The whole summer has gone by is what it feels like since the last time you and I got together. It's been a month. It's been Mm -hmm. a month, right? But it's been a summer month. We're now going back to school. So many big changes and there's been so much that I've needed to talk about and like process. And I mean, you know, I have a wife, like we talk sometimes, you know, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. I need, I need, 
I need time with you. I need some topics, you know, I need some deep conversation with a microphone and, and, and headphones. And, uh, I haven't been getting it, man. I need it bad. Well, we're back now. And, uh, for anybody who hasn't heard the podcast before, welcome. You can find all the episodes. You can search by topic or by guest at moderndadhood.com. You can also subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts that might 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 be Apple. It's probably Apple Podcasts, but it could be Spotify or Amazon Music or any of the others. Just search Modern Dadhood. Oh, the other thing is that we are uh, we're not experts. We're uh, mm-hmm. we are That's a couple true. of uh, doofus dads who are figuring it out as we go. And we like talking to other interesting dads. And sometimes they are experts and often they are not. So uh, that's what this podcast is all about. And uh, hopefully you'll enjoy it. Today's guest is a, a, a personal friend of mine. His name is Scott Mazuzan. He is a certified financial planner. He can he can talk more if he chooses about what he does professionally. But uh, the reason that I wanted to have him on the podcast is because he's been on my list a long time because he's a friend, because we always make each other laugh and we can talk forever about the the crazy, ridiculous things that our kids do. And uh, our, our kids happen to all be friends with each other, too, which makes it numb. Fun. That's so nice. we will introduce Scott in very soon and get talking about back to school stuff. I feel like I need to describe Adam a little bit to the listeners right now. Adam <laughs> Adam's wearing a a, a a trucker hat that's Kelly Green. Uh, the bill is Kelly Green and uh, the favorite front- color. The front is apparently Adam's favorite color. The front part says it's white and it has a serif typeface and it says lucky AF on it, uh, which if you're in the know means what, Adam? Uh, my initials are Adam Flaherty. But, but it all that's true. But it also means. Oh, it means like lucky as fuck. Well, there you go. That's it. And he's drinking um, <clears throat> what looks like mead out of a stemless wine glass. <laughs> That has what is that? There's into this little stemless wine glass, and your shirt says "Stay Cool." Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean that's on brand. Listen, since it's been a while since you and I have caught up, okay, yeah. we've neglected our guests, but the fact of the matter is we've neglected one another as well. So I thought we could do just a very quick catch up session that I I would like to call the rapid fire catch up session. I like how, it. How, how do you feel about this so far? I think let's do it. How does it work? We go back and forth and just, I will just say something that has happened in the past month to catch you up, but there's no time to add context and story and all that kind of crap because nobody, nobody has that time. Let's be honest. Okay. Nobody has so that kind like of time. One, like one word or one just phrase or one, one sentence? word, a phrase, just a quick hit, high level TLDR. This is what has happened over the last month. Um, yeah, let's give it a try. You go first. Uh, whiskey fungus. And I think the other thing here is that we're not supposed to ask each other for the context. And I, you know what? I wouldn't anyway. <clears throat> Let's see. I, I got a brand new mechanical keyboard that has um, RGB lights on it. You gave me a full statement that requires yeah. no context. I thought, thought the whole thing was there's not supposed to be context that leaves you wanting more. Well, you can't ask any questions about that. And some of our listeners might have questions, for example. Well, like, let oh, me go back oh, and is let it me go a full back and craft, size keyboard? 
Is it a full me, size or is it a 65% layout? See, those are the questions that our, our guests are going to, our, our, our listeners are going to have that they're, they're never going to get the answer to because well, I'm not going to go into it. Well, let me at least go back and craft mine into a Is it the full RGB spectrum? It's not just white, right? Wait, I thought you got a CMYK keyboard. I can't, I can't answer that question. I'm going to go back and, and turn mine into a statement, which is I have been spending every waking moment when I'm not working on the topic of whiskey fungus. See, there's <laughs> which still probably a lot, still, there's still a lot of questions there, but go, go, go on. What's your next no, one? No, no. Oh, my next one. Yeah. Oh, my next one is just, uh, my kids are, uh, deep into, uh, fashion lately. Okay. Um, oh, I tore my right quadricep muscle. No. Mm-hmm. And all of me wants to ask how mm-hmm. can't do it. Next. I think probably my last one is that there've been a lot of visits from the tooth fairy lately Ooh, okay. to my okay. house. A lot of little teeth around. Um, my last one is, um, I took a pilgrimage to Louisville, Kentucky, um, uh, to tour distilleries. Do you see any whiskey fungus? No, that's, that's something I'm going to have to Google. Oh, wait. You Wait, did. You did because you saw black. It. All you saw you saw yeah. blackness all over I the did. distilleries and the I barrel did. houses and and every every railing, every P, white PVC, anything. And it's a very it's a very interesting thing because it only exists in the right environment, which is in and around distilleries because of the high alcohol content, the additional CO two that's around. I knew it sounded a little familiar. Uh, well, listen, thanks for that exercise, Mark. You always, you always toss in a surprise and it was a fun exercise of nice way to catch up. And now we got, we got a lot of stuff True. to talk about offline. Yeah, yeah we do. Well, let's, uh, let's get into talking about back to school stuff because I know that, you know, all four of our kids just went mm-hmm. back to school and in, in your kid's case, they went to school for the first yeah. time, which I want to hear about. But if you don't mind... I think why don't we just introduce my friend Scott Mazuzan in and he can just uh, get in on the goof yeah, with I think, us. I think we've kept him and our listeners waiting long enough. I don't have a formal introduction written up, but I will say that uh, Scott Mazuzan is a certified financial planner. That's the credentials after his name on LinkedIn anyway. <laughs> um, I, I know him as a trusting, dependable friend with a great sense of humor. He and his wife have two children who are roughly the same ages as my kids. He can share it. So it's, I'm, I'm guessing it's fourth grade and first. Second. Second. So you don't know Scott at all. Well, actually. I feel like a big dumb dumb. I don't <laughs> yeah. know Scott at all. All right. This was fun. I'll uh, see you but guys no, later. I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> but I'm very psyched to have, uh, to have you here, Scott. So thanks for joining us, man. Thank you. I'm pleased to be here and it's been a long time in the making. So as of this recording, it's the last day of August. I know that my girls went to school. They just uh, got home from their third day of school. What about, wow. what about you guys? We, we don't start until uh, September 5th, so what? we're still in the, Whoa, what? we're at the bottom of the 
summer vacation barrel right now and um nerves are stretched (laughs) how did that happen we don't live that far from one another we're both in maine how how did we go back three days ago and you guys (laughs) i don't know what that's nuts like how does that how does that even happen i mean this year our our town is doing the day after labor day have they like vowed to to take no snow days this year? <laughs> I'm not aware of any such vow. And Mark, what what about you guys? Uh, well, yeah, uh, I think the first through whatever grades started earlier this week, but our kids uh, went to kindergarten, are going into kindergarten. They now are in kindergarten, I guess I have to say. Uh, and their first full day of kindergarten was today. Wow. Big day in the check-in household. So nerves, congrats. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah. Nerves were all over the map. Anxiety was high. There was laughing. There was crying. And that's all just me that I'm describing. (laughs) (laughs) Did, uh, (laughs) were they just totally wiped out tonight? Um, it was funny. They, 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 we had them take the bus. We're, we're exploring that as well. So they took the bus. Mm-hmm. They dropped them off right in front of our house, like uh, at the driveway and they yep. get out. And one son was definitely like, <laughs> like eyes kind of half shut, glazed over, just like hooked his thumbs in his, you know, backpack straps. And he was toasted. You could tell the other son had thrown his backpack on the ground and was kind of <laughs> rearing back and going, I need a snack. And was like, just <laughs> just hangry. So it was hard to tell exactly where he was like energy wise with that. Um, do you think the anger, the, did the anger come on as soon as he got off the bus or do you think he was yelling on the bus? I, snack too? I know him well enough to know that on the bus, he was exhibiting fantastic behavior. Hmm. A gentle. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I will say this, I will say this, the kids that came home, we got them a snack. So once they were both eating, I think they both kind of, one of them sort of leveled out. The other one kind of perked up a little. And, mm-hmm. uh, my wife and I were, it was funny. It, I was, I was sitting here at my desk working. She's upstairs working. The kids don't get home until like three forty-five. but at like one, mm-hmm. I was like, when does the bus come? I was like texting her. When does the bus come? Is it soon? <laughs> like I wanted them gone. I wanted them to explore kindergarten. I've been looking for this to, for a long time, but I couldn't stand them being away with such a monumentous thing. And I wanted them home and I wanted to talk to them and I, I wanted to know how their days were going. So when they got home and they were sitting at the table, my wife and I was just like firing questions at them, you know, kind of knowing full mm-hmm. well that like, okay, we're probably overloading them with these, but they both were just like, so excited to talk about their days. They both had great days. Good. Um, they had tons of things to say, all, all very positive things. And they were, did you know this? And what about that? And, you know, we were asking like, did, did you guys went to the cafeteria for the first time ever? Like, what was that like? And they each had their own little story to tell about that. So it was, uh, it was all the feelings it was all the feelings all day. What they have for lunch? I don't fucking know. You think I listened to their answers? <laughs> you didn't ask. <laughs> you didn't ask what they had for lunch. No, no, no. We packed. We oh, we, you you asked, but we you didn't packed. Yeah, we packed them <laughs> their lunch. So we gave them we gave them a little packed lunch. So I knew I knew what they had. Um, Did you put a, a note into the lunchbox? No, there was no note. There was no note in the, mm. in the lunchbox. That's cute though. I always like hearing those stories about 
kids that get gone through phases of doing that. Yeah. But then they come to expect it and then they're pissed when you don't do it. Yeah. One pro move is to take a, if you're packing a banana, you, you can kind of scratch a little message into it. That's cool. By the time lunch comes, sort of tattooed brown. Mm. That's cool. I like that. But I want whenever I pack a banana, it's if they don't eat it in like the first hour of the day, it's just brown mm. and then it just comes home brown and slimy. And then I throw it away. I'm like, <laughs> I could have saved myself the time by just putting it in the trash when it was ripe. You don't do that thing you, where you say, oh, we're going to make banana bread and, and stick it in your freezer. And then yeah. you have a hundred bananas in your freezer. Oh, no, that's Sarah does that. There's a hundred <laughs> brown slimy bananas in our freezer that won't probably never get used. Reminds me of the uh, Casper baby pants song. All about banana bread. Mm -hmm. Banana bread. Uh, Scott, well, this question for both of you, because I don't don't know if I know, Adam, about your kids, but what do you guys do during the summer? What do your kids do all summer long? Because I I said earlier, like we we put our kids had a day camp that they went to five days a week from it's like nine to four. It's a full day of camp. What about uh, what about each of you guys? Well, uh, we sort of had an amalgam of uh, different camps throughout the summer but nothing consistent and definitely not wall-to-wall so we were doing a lot of um homegrown entertainment oh boy <laughs> my spouse works Doc, dr funke's uh, <laughs> g- uh band yeah. good time family band my spouse works during the school year but not in the summer so she she took care of a lot of the she did a lion's share of the oh wow yeah of the entertaining that's a lot of entertaining. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's the same with us. Uh, we are lo- very like lucky that Sarah and I both are, you know, work from home sometimes and at the office sometimes. So we had them in some week long, you know, parks and rec type camps. We also spent some time up in the mountains and got them into an awesome camp up there cool. where they did a bunch of outdoor stuff. And then there were a few weeks where we didn't have coverage and we just, Thankfully, like we're in a great neighborhood and we've got a lot of kids around and so they can kind of go outside and just, you know, if other parents are around too, the, the this group of kids can just bomb around between three or four yards and they're at an age where we can kind of let them roam free, among, at least at least among yeah. that cluster of homes. That's and life, are man. you worried at all that they'll contract any sort of whiskey fungus in their in their rovings? I'm more worried about like, uh, like wild cats or foxes, <laughs> things like that. <clears throat> but foxes are so cute. How could you be worried about mm-hmm. foxes? They are adorable and they love to be pet. <laughs> well, <laughs> so Scott, did you, did you guys have to buy your kids like a bunch of new clothes and new backpacks is like every year. Is it just a huge investment of like stuff? Uh, well, you're kind of outing me, I guess, as, as a, a, not a doting parent. <laughs> <As> a, <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, no, we're sending them to school with their existing backpacks and lunchboxes. Yeah, and nice. I didn't think that was a big deal until now. So, well, um, I'm not making, I don't mean to make you feel guilty. I mean, <laughs> if I could have gotten away with that, I would have too. But, you know, Sarah falls victim to the. the We've got the L.L. Bean backpacks. They, they hold too. up. But there's, de- yeah, there's definitely some new clothing going on and uh, supplies. You've got the fresh pencil box. When you, when you asked you. about clothes, I, you know, I can vividly remember as a young tyke myself, some mm. of the fresh threads from, Ooh. from first days of school. What were some of the fashion uh, statements that you made? 
you know, I always played it pretty, pretty close to the middle. Um, I didn't take too many risks, but I remember starting high school and really wanting some wide leg jeans, which are oh, yeah. fashionable. Jankos, at the time. Yeah. I didn't go full Janko, yeah. but definitely, a, you know, a good boot cut. You've had short hair. You've had, you've done like the crew cut and you've also had like longer <laughs> flowing, beautiful flowing hair like you do now. Did you ever try any funky hairstyles in elementary no, school? No, I saved it all up for when I was almost 40 and this is the <laughs> first time I've ever had any hair really longer than, longer than an inch or so. This is the midlife crisis like fully, style. Fully embracing the midlife crisis. Did you have long hair, Mark? I did. Yeah. Probably around the seventh, eighth grade time period, I had hair that was all the same length and kind of went just to, just about down to my shoulders. And I had a tendency mm-hmm. to sort of tuck it behind my ears, which then it would do this flip out, mm-hmm. sort of Carol Brady flip out yeah, thing so to the side. Yeah, it was great. Around, somewhere around then too. Do you guys remember the movie Biodome? Oh yeah. Polly uh, Shore, Pauly Shore, Stephen yeah, yeah, Baldwin movie. So yep. Yeah. <clears throat> Stephen Baldwin had these sort of like, it was sort of short on the sides, but then these little short dreads on the top of his head. <laughs> oh boy. And uh, I, I saw that movie and, and begged for so long after that, to my mom to let me get that done. I mean, thank God she didn't let she you do it. She did not right? let me do it. And I will say this, I, I won't say this about uh, a lot of the decisions that she made for me, but <laughs> she made, she made the right call then on that yeah. one for sure. I'm thankful for that. I mean, sometimes like, sometimes you just don't know, like this actually is pretty relatable to like at least my kids, I'm not sure about your, but like you think you, you have an idea of something that you really want to do and you just don't have the life experience to know that it would be a terrible decision. Mm-hmm. You know, my thing like that was in uh, like fourth or fifth grade, my buddy Tyler and I were really into crisscross. Mm-hmm. And uh, so like one day mm-hmm. I wanted to like wear my clothes backwards to school. Like I want to wear my jeans backwards and my shirt backwards. Oh, yeah, and, uh, I can't remember. I think my mom may have actually like just been like, fine, do it. But I, it's not memorable enough. Like, obviously, if I did it, it wasn't scarring because I don't remember it. But like, what a dumb fucking thing to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? But at the time, I probably thought this is so cool. Oh, hell yeah. I'm going to get so much like great attention from <laughs> I, this. I remember a few kids doing that and me at the time thinking like, Damn, I hate that kid. No, yeah. I know, no. It was truly like, I can't believe that kid can get away with that. Like, that's just way cool. This is so much cooler <laughs> you, than you me. were. Like, were you like the audacity? Yeah, yeah. the incredible audacity. He really, he really <laughs> yeah. pulled it off. <laughs> he really <laughs> pulled off the backwards pants, Chris, and or does he cross. look more? Does he look more like <laughs> Mac Daddy or more like Daddy Mac? <laughs> I don't know, but I just I were those their names. I just remember. <laughs> <laughs> that was like their stage names. They were, they were, uh, they, I think they were Chris Kelly and Chris Smith, but they went by like, if you listen to all their lyrics, they refer to themselves as like Mac daddy and daddy. Mac. I honestly thought their names were Chris and cross. I, I thought their names were Chris no. and cross too. That that's, ing- that's really ignorant. <laughs> well, both of shame, sh- honestly, shame on both of you. Well, nobody's named cross. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, I think somebody could be. I look. I think somebody could be named Cross. Okay, I think you're that, the that's one like that's saying, being ignorant. Adam, that's you, like saying I thought that Goofus and Gallant were named after real people. I think it was Doofus and Gallant, wasn't it? You idiot! It's not Doofus and Gallant. <laughs> you Goofus. You know that. <laughs> you know that. You know that. You put, if you put this on the internet, there's someone named Cross that's going to contact you, and. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher Cross himself. I'm, my name is Cross, Christopher <laughs> Chris. And uh, <laughs> I'm suing you for libel. All right. Back to uh, back to fatherhood. What's been awesome lately? What has been what, what has been a joy of fatherhood for you lately? Oh, Scott? Man, you had to start with awesome. That's, I think, probably the hardest one. Well, don't worry. We're going to get to the the challenges after. Yeah. Yeah. Last last week we spent a little time next to a lake, you know, staying on the lake mm. and canoeing and swimming and just doing cool stuff with, with some other families. And, uh, it was just a lot of fun to unwind and watch the kids run around in a pack and do the campfire thing. And it was, it was really special. So that's been a highlight for sure. And a great way to round out the summer. All right. What's, um, what's been tough. What's been a challenge. So for us, I think the biggest challenge has just been a long summer of uh, the kids being close to one another and just a a good amount of bickering, uh, sort of Mm. relentless turf wars and competition for resource and attention. And uh, despite the fact that we're willing to provide love and support to everyone evenly, you know, it's... uh, always a competition. So it's, it's been a long summer in, in some ways. As much as you love them <laughs> to pieces, are you super psyched to get them out the door to school? Um, yeah. And I mean, obviously in this, in the selfish, you know, I can't wait to have a quiet house way, but also yeah. because I think it's so good for them to be apart from one another with, in their peer groups and, um, Mm-hmm. doing things that are specific to their age and development with their friends and and just having some autonomy and independence from their identities, you know, older or younger sibling in this, in this family of four. For sure. Mark, how does that, uh, so um, listeners know, you know, Mark's boys are the same exact age. Well, minutes borfs, apart. Two maybe, minutes, right? Yeah. They're borfs. I don't know if you're aware <laughs> But they are in different classes in kindergarten. Yeah, yeah. The did you and did you guys uh, make that decision, or was that the school's recommendation? How did that work? That was our call. They ask actually, but we but we had made that decision already. You know, bef- mm-hmm. before it even got to that point. Yes, everything that Scott's talking about the the turf wars and the bickering and it's just so familiar that that. You know, especially, especially like during like times of change, like at the beginning of the summer, there was a big change in their routine. They went to camp, which was later in the day. They got home earlier in the evening. Everything at camp was different. You know, the, at daycare, they still had the, the, the opportunity to take a rest in the afternoon that was gone. You know, it was all new kids and daycare. They were the oldest kids in the oldest kids group. Now they're in the youngest kids group, just big, huge changes. And that's that kind of like boat rocking, you know, is particularly difficult for one of my sons. And that kind of transition has been hard. And now, of course, 
the same thing is happening. So like after camp began, like about a week, like things were great. But then like a week after that, it was like all the differences I think had sort of caught up. Like the, it was fun at at the beginning, but now the routine that's sort of set in is all different and all this stuff is new. And I think it was just becoming a little bit too much. And so when he would come home at night and then the two of them would just be at each other and it would just be a lot of like, essentially like nothing was going to make him happy and he was going to do everything he could to sort of make the whole world bow down to him and like bend at his will. And that's kind of how it's been actually. So for like weeks now, because I think it went from that into us talking about like kindergarten is starting soon and we have to kind of ramp them up for more changes. And I think it was like change on top of change a little too much for one son in particular coupled with they're together all the time a lot, you know, so they're back now being separate. I think that's going to be really big for them. It'll be interesting to see as they get older and, you know, continue through school and have different teachers, you know, that they're going to make their own friends, Mm -hmm. you know, that, that, you know, is friends with one of them, but, you know, doesn't really know the other one. Yeah. It'll be really interesting to see how that those dynamics play out yeah. when, like, say, a friend of one of them comes over to the house. Yeah. You know, I'm, to hang out. And I'm I'm really, really interested in that. I'm, I'm very eager to see what that is like and how each one of them sort of finds themselves a little bit more in that process. It might be one of the those nice things where after some time, you know, later in the school year when they've been able to create individual identities a little bit mm. that they choose to come back together and you know yeah. meet up in the lunchroom and kind of compare notes and that happens yeah. with my kids sometimes it's like they'll rediscover each other and kind of do some sort of activity together and team up on us a little bit and it I'm like ah oh, good job guys <laughs> that's cool nice to see that's you very cool enjoying each other <laughs> Yeah, I love when we get like a like a sneak peek of a moment, you know, when they're in a social environment and maybe they don't know that we're paying attention and we see our our older our nine year old, you know, taking care of her little sister a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, if her sister is, you know, struggling to fit in with a maybe like a group of older kids or, you know, they're doing an activity together and my younger daughter like needs a little bit of help with something that big sis has got her back. Makes you feel like you're doing something right. Yeah. I mean, I hope so. Yeah. It's probably Sarah. I probably Sarah's so. doing it. It's right. probably Sarah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Makes you realize that your better half is doing something right. <laughs> You're yeah, along and she's, she is, she's, she's my better half because she's better than me in literally every that's, way. Yep. Nope. That's the word on the street, man. What were you, what was, what was the energy like in your household, Adam? Was it excitement for the new school year? Were there nerves? Mm. There were like a little bit of nerves, just really for more for my, my, um, six year old mm. going into first grade. That's so big, she, you know, they were both, they were both used to the bus, you know, they've got friends at school. So it was like a little bit of first day of school jitters for maybe the week or two before, but you know, and then of course the bus comes on the first day and the girls and all the neighborhood kids jump on and 
they're off That's and it. then they came home, you know, saying it was the best day ever. So, hmm. so you, you make them ride the bus so that you can scroll Instagram for an extra hour every afternoon. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Man. I was, I was going to ask it. what the uh, age range on your school bus is. Is it K through? So it's, I guess from kindergarten through fourth. Yeah. Same. I, I guess. Yeah. Free for all seating or do we uh, segment by age group? That's a good question. I think that that kind of depends on the driver. I think that's sort of the driver's decision. And on our bus, I'm pretty sure they can sit wherever mm. they want, like unless the kids are being rowdy and then the bus driver might put different people in specific places. Kind of playing but with fire, though. Our, 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 girls, are, uh, do it that our way. girls are little angels. They never misbehave. It's so. true. We've, we've found that the kindergartners usually ride in the front. And as you go further back, the kids get older and... Last year, we had a first and third grader, and we found that there was a lot more uh, interesting information being learned <laughs> on the bus rides. Well, back, back, back by the third grader seats, they're probably like, what? They're probably like shooting craps back there, smoking ciggies and stuff, probably, yeah, right? Sure. Yeah, the bus is full of smoke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think in the in the fourth grade seats, they, they light small fires, and they kind of cook food and... <laughs> <laughs> survival it's just survival yeah, yeah. yeah. Of the flies. you've got a lot of young families in your neighborhood right mark oh yeah we're chock full of young kids in this hood man it's gonna be in the next couple of years it's gonna be wild yeah so do the boys already have friends in the neighborhood or do you like expect that they're gonna make a whole bunch of friends from being in school with them B- both they they do already have friends and and I've, I've i've mentioned my neighbor across the street on this podcast before but um their their daughter is it went into first grade and my boys love her she was like we were all standing at, at their driveway waiting for the bus and she was like giving the kids like pointers and was talking to them about how well the, the kindergarten kids sit in the front so i can't sit with you because i'm first grader so i'm gonna sit just but i'll be right behind you she was being like so like motherly and sweet it was it was awesome and i think that obviously was like it was big for the boys because they were nervous well listen i want to wish you guys your families a very good happy low stress low anxiety school year Mm. I hope that uh, all of our kids thrive this year. I just had to and say thank you. Thank you for inviting me and you guys crack me up. And uh, it's been been a pleasure chatting. I love you. I adore your family. Your kids are awesome. Back at you. I am very happy to have met you. I don't think that I can say I love you yet. I don't think we're there yet. But I can say that it was awesome chatting with you and hanging out with Let's you. Let's just say we have a, a, a provisional love emotion space being reserved for one another i like it i think that's that's a nice way of saying it yeah i really like the way i like i like the way you said it i don't even think we have time for a recurring uh this time so let's just well good because i don't just roll through the end credits mark roll through the end credits fast Uh, here's what i'd like to say now i'd like to say thank you for listening to modern dadhood Please consider uh, leaving a rating and a review wherever you do listen to Modern Data, be it Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music. I don't think we can say Stitcher anymore. Smazcast. Scott Pod. Spotify. Scottify. I was a Stitcher enthusiast. 
Me too. I was so bummed. So sad. Keep going. Also, Keep hey, going, challenge you to you were cha- on a roll. Challenge you to tell one friend about the show. Okay. Next time you're standing out at the bus stop waiting for your little kitties to come home from school. Talk to the uh, folks next to you. Tell them about the show. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook. I think Facebook is still. Is Facebook still a thing? Yeah, just find us on like X and Threads and all the latest shit. Um, then you can also, uh, hey, go to moderndadhood.com where you can find all of our episodes, as previously mentioned. There's a form there. You can send us a note um, through that form. You can send us a note also through email directly at hey at moderndadhood.com. But listen, before you leave that website, Go and check out the shop because we got T-shirts and dad hoodies, uh, as I understand it, uh, because I know the I know the guy who does the packing and the shipping. Pretty sure each one gets sent out with a free sticker. I'd like to say thanks to Casper Baby Pants and Spencer Albee for the fantastic music that you hear throughout every episode. I'd like to say thanks to Pete Morris at Red Vault Audio at redvaultaudio.com. He's the guy that does all the twisty turns and the fadey fades and makes us sound mad professional. Check him out. And uh, I'd like to say thanks to Scott for joining us on the show, who's still here. So I'm just going to say thanks to your face. (laughs) We usually do the thank you to the guest long after they've gone. So this is a first. So Scott... Thanks for joining us today, man. So thanks are all to, to to you both. Adam. Yeah, man. Adam, why don't you do the, the 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 final and maybe most important bullet of all of them? Okay, here we go. Thank you for listening. Can you take it once more less creepy? And thank you, listener, for listening. 